Hello and welcome to the Friday episode of It's Not You, It's Them, but it might be you with me, la la la, let me explain. And on Fridays, we try to do lots of fun stuff with you to make the features from my Instagram come alive in your ear holes. And this week, we are starting off with fuckboy replies. I've explained fuckboy replies before, but in case you haven't listened, it's your opportunity to send me a text that you were going to send to the certified fuck person in your life. These aren't texts that you might be sending to your actual husband who you're having a great time with. These are texts that you want to send to somebody, but you know there's a possibility the reply you might get is not the one that you wanted and you may end up regretting sending the text. So to prevent you from sending texts that you regret, I'm going to answer those texts, either in the way that a fuck person would or with my opinion on whether you should send it or what kind of response you're going to get. So here are your Friday fuckboy replies. The first one says, if my body count was that disgustingly high to you, why did you feel it was okay to add to it? Ugh. So obviously this is a man who has, since sleeping with her, told her that he's disgusted by her body count. And as she says, he was perfectly happy to add to that body count and probably has a very similar body count to hers. And we've been talking about body count, so you should have listened to my episode about body counts. So you'll know that even the term is fucking disgusting, but you'll know exactly what I think of it. And you should also maybe send him this episode But I don't think that sending this message is going to get you very far. You could say it. I don't think there's any loss because I don't think that you should have any further communication with this guy. But what's it going to achieve? Why did you feel it was okay to add to it? The answer is he doesn't give a fuck. He wanted to get his dick wet. He wanted to have sex with you. He does not give a fuck about anything other than his own sexual pleasure. And there was probably some pleasure for him in the idea of adding to it, of being another man in the crowd or however he might see it. You know, it gives him something a little like, yeah, I banged her too, innit? Like, if all these other men can, then why not me? And that means that you were dealing with a misogynist. You were dealing with somebody who deals with women in a double standard, sexist, horrible way. So you don't need to know. You don't need to know why he added to it. He added to it because he wanted to fuck you and it's as simple as that. And I'm being baseline with the way that I'm answering it because this is a baseline question, you know? He's a baseline, grim idiot who has obviously treated you badly and who doesn't deserve to have any further communication with him. And I just, I just don't think you should ask it because what, what's, what, what, what's he going to say? What could, what good could possibly come from this question? What's he going to say? I feel really bad about it. No, he's not going to say that. And if he does, he's probably only going to say that because he wants to sleep with you again, you know? So I, I don't think you should send this one. Okay, the next one says, Sorry if I came across a bit keen, but why did you have to unfollow me on Instagram? I don't think you should send this. 
and the reason I don't think you should send it is because you do come across even more fucking keen. And if you're apologising for being too keen already in the first place, you don't want to come along with like double keenness on steroids for your next move. That is just going to make a man who's already thinking that you're keen and who has backed away and unfollowed you on Instagram. It's just going to confirm to him that he did the right thing and that you are a bit too much. And you're probably not too much for the right person. Or maybe you are. Maybe you're really anxiously attached and codependent. And maybe you need some therapy to not be too much. Maybe you're a bit limerent. Us limerent people can come across as a bit much sometimes. But in this particular scenario, it sounds like he's been clear and that he's backed away. Actually, I've made that up. I don't know if it sounds like he's been clear. But I'm assuming that maybe he said that you were too keen or maybe you've just written that into it. I don't know. But if somebody has unfollowed you on Instagram, it means they don't want to see you anymore. They're not interested. They they don't want to keep up to date with your daily postings and they should just be left to it. It doesn't matter that he's not following you anymore. He's probably done you a favor because if he was still watching, you would, if he was still following, you would then be in a position where you're posting, you're watching, has he seen my stories, da, 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 you know, all of that. You might become obsessed with this and not be able to let it go. So he's done you a favor. He's gone. He's off the IG. I hope you're not following him anymore. I think it would do you a lot of favors to block, delete, move on. Because what can someone say to this? Why did you have to unfollow me on IG? I, if I'd just unfollowed a man and he sent me that, I'd be like, you know, like, what am I supposed to say to this? I just didn't want to see your stuff anymore because I found, I just don't want you anymore, you know? So he's told you very clearly with the unfollow and you just need to suck that up and accept that he wasn't the one for you and it's all going to be okay even though he's not following you on Insta anymore. All right, the next one says, how can I be enough to have an exclusive sexual relationship with for a year but not enough to make me your girlfriend. I get so many of these every time I do fuckboy replies and they really make me feel sad because it's not that you weren't enough. There's nothing to do with you. You are enough. You are you. And just because somebody doesn't want you for one thing, but they want you for another, doesn't mean that you're not enough. It just means that that person didn't want to have a relationship with you. He enjoyed having sex with you, didn't want to have a relationship with you. And that's horrible. That can feel really cruel. That can feel really shit. Um, but it's not you. It's, it's, it's you and that person. You weren't a match to him. There will be other people that want to be your boyfriend. But what I would say is that if you want to be someone's girlfriend and you don't want to just be in an exclusive situationship for a year, then you have to be the one to set boundaries around that. I would not recommend shagging someone for a year with the sustained hope that at the end of this they are going to see your value and they are going to want to love you it's very rare for a situationship to turn into a loving relationship often that's been compartmentalized right at the beginning and that's what it's going to be and a situationship usually is one person actually really wants something and sticks around hoping that that's going to happen And the other person is in control of whether that does happen or not. And it sounds like he's the one who is in control here. But you have got to take this off being anything to do with you being enough. He just didn't see you as a match. But next time, do not get into long-term sleeping with people things if what you really want is a relationship. 
But in terms of sending this text, I don't know what you want to get out of that because because you're giving him a lot of power to make you feel shit about yourself, actually. You know, asking him that question, what, what, what could the answer be? What is he going to say to you? How can I be enough to fuck for a year, but not enough to make me your girlfriend? What, what answer do you want? You want the truth? Well, I, I didn't really like you that much. I didn't think your morals were great. You kind of annoyed me when we were having long conversations. What do you, do you really want his answers on that of why he wanted to fuck, but didn't ever want to fall in love with you? That's not a nice answer. And the answer doesn't define you if he doesn't feel that your conversations were great and he didn't find you morally or intellectually aligned his answer does not define you it just means you were not a match to him so go out and find somebody who can see all of you and love all of you hi guys it's me and i'm here to tell you about another sony music entertainment podcast now i know you all like to have a deeper look and get under the skin of a subject so i think you're going to love getting curious with the fabulous jonathan van ness from queer eye every week they deep dive into conversations with a variety of experts on some really really important and eye or ear opening topics like the history of abortion and the science of sleep Get excited, get curious and listen to Getting Curious wherever you get your podcasts. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? (laughs) Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Okay, it is now time for what appears to be your favourite time of the week from what I'm hearing. But also let me know, give me some feedback. What are the times in this podcast that you enjoy? What do you want us to do more of? Let us know. Tell me there's feedback on the Spotify thing that you can just fill in or you're welcome to DM me and let me know your thoughts. Anyway, so we are on to the icks and I'm going to read them out live and give you my live ick reactions and we're starting out strong this ick says he invited me to a lighthouse family concert that was in three months time on our first date you know what i i, I actually just this makes me I, I, like obviously because it's lighthouse family <laughs> I just feel really like I want to love this guy for the rest of my life because he deserves it. Imagine his excitement turning up to that date with you. Literally, like, I'm going to blow her fucking mind with this invitation. Like, three months time, I'm showing her that, like, I'm invested. I'm going to be around. Imagine how excited he was to be like, hey, do you want to come and see the Lighthouse family in concert with me in October? And then you probably never fucking saw him again. I want to see him again. Who's he going to go with now? Or maybe he does this to everyone. Maybe he meets up with women off dating apps and pulls out the Lighthouse family tickets. And that's his way of trying to entice people to stay with him forever. Maybe he was in a coma since 1998 and he still thinks that Lighthouse family 
are a way of attracting people to you or like a cool vibe to talk about. But uh, I, th- I think this, I, I, th- I think this is a great one, and I really want to just be like, we can be lifted, lifted. I want to go to his house. I want to go to the concert. I want to hang around with him. What else was Lighthouse Family songs? I can't. Apart from that one, you and I together, we can be lifted. Is there? What, did they only have one song? That concert is going to be really shit if it was just that one song. But anyway, shout out Lighthouse family. Shout out to the Lighthouse family fans. You go and enjoy that concert with two tunes. It's going to bang. And look out for this man. Look out for a man on his own, excitedly enjoying the Lighthouse family concert, because it's probably him. Or maybe there's loads of men on their own. Maybe this is the new thing. Maybe all of us single women should go to Lighthouse family concerts because there's loads of men there, single looking to fall in love and get lifted. All right. The next one says, he referred to Birmingham as Brum Brum. If he had a Birmingham accent too, actually maybe I shouldn't say that because that is a bit uh, offensive and discriminatory to Birmingham people. Although I have to say, I am one of the few people that actually defends Birmingham accents. I find them slightly attractive. I, I, I think there's something quite sexy about them. But I do know that you lot get cussed quite a lot. I do support you, but I do have to say that if he's like brum brum in a Birmingham accent, that is worse than brum brum. No, actually now I've said it, it's not. Maybe it's better if he's from Brum. No, now I've gone to Manchester. I don't know. But anyway, it's, it's the, it, Brum is all right. It's, it's the add in the second Brum. Brum, Brum. It's, it becomes like toddlerish and, you know, I don't... I think people from Birmingham have got it bad enough and to call their area Brum, Brum, it's just, mate, it's just unfair, you know? Like, leave them alone. Give them a fucking break. All right. The next one says, he had never tried lasagna maybe never been to italy you know or iceland not the country the supermarket because i think they do quite a lot of good frozen well good is a strong word for anything related to iceland they definitely do frozen lasagnas there although if you are going to introduce him to lasagna don't let it be a frozen one get 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 like a proper nice homemade one so that when he does experience lasagna for the first time which i think you're obligated to help him do although obviously you've got the ick for him he possibly said to you one day over dinner i've never tried lasagna innocently thinking the conversation could carry on you've vomited in the toilet and then run off so maybe he's never going to get the opportunity to try lasagna now after this but what I would do is I would text him and just say, listen, sorry about the way I behaved, about your lack of experience with Italian layered pastas, but I'm going to take you out. I'm going to, I'm going to take you. I can't think of a good Italian generic restaurant at the moment because Carlucho's got shut down, didn't it? And maybe they didn't even do lasagna. Maybe nobody's eating lasagna and that's why Carlucho's got shut down. But anyway, I would contact him. I'd let him know that I judged him unfairly for his issues and that I would like to introduce him to the world of lasagna. See what happens. You've got so much to discover. You can get vegan lasagnas. You can get them made with pork, different like green pastas, all sorts. So I I, I feel you owe him at least that. You know what I mean? All right. The next it says, a seagull went for his ice cream. Seeing him bat it away gave me the ick. What 
What did you want him to do? Stand there holding the ice cream up so the seagull could lick it while he assists the seagull in its afternoon tea? What What was he supposed to do? Of course he's going to bat it away. And you need to show seagulls who is boss because they are, they are very crazy seagulls. I w- went to Butlins once with my son and a seagull literally picked up the whole plate. We'd ordered food and it got the whole plate in its mouth obviously tried to fly off with it. The whole food fell on the floor. The seagull flew with the plate for a bit and then dropped it and it smashed. If there had been a child under there, that would have been horrific. There was even a seagull once that I read about this. I hope it's true and I haven't just believed something in the Daily Mail. It's a possibility. There was actually a seagull that picked up a chihuahua. It flew along picked up the chihuahua in its mouth and flew off with it. And the owner had to watch this fucking chihuahua gliding through the sky in a seagull's mouth. And I don't think it ever returned. I think, this is horrible, I should have put a trigger warning on this. I think there were some chihuahua bones found like in the vicinity later that year or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, it was murder. And so he handled this exactly how you're supposed to handle a seagull. Bat it away, show it who's boss. Don't let it take your ice cream or your dog or your plate or anything. But no, you can't do that because there's people like us around who get the ick very easily over totally irrational things. So, yeah, what can we say? The ick is cruel and it is horrible. But don't be fearful of batting away seagulls in future in case you give people the ick because your safety and your life is more important. And that's enough ick for another week. But of course, we'll be back and I will do more ick story boxes on my Instagram at lolala. Let me explain so that you can submit any icks that you've had and you can entertain us all for another Friday. And of course, as it is Friday, I'm going to give you my Friday night reminder so that you can head into this weekend staying as fuck person free as possible. All right, so I'm going to leave you with a really basic, obvious reminder for this Friday night. It's not going to be revolutionary in any way. But I really want us all to remember that what we see on social media isn't real. And the reason I think this is an important Friday night reminder is that sometimes we can really get caught up in looking at other people's posts and their stories and thinking, wow, their family looks really amazing. Their relationship looks fantastic. Look at all the fun they're having with their friends. Wow, like I'm so jealous and I've got nothing to do this weekend and that's making me feel crap and that's making me feel like texting exes just so that I've got some company. And so it's really important to remember that what you see on social media is not real. I went to a restaurant recently and there was this table of women next to me and they looked beautiful. They were all really dressed up and they were all sat together And for the entirety of this meal, they were on their phones. They were not communicating with each other at all. They were literally heads deep into their phones the entire time. To the point where me and my friends were like, this is bizarre. Like, how could you go out with your group of friends and just not interact with each other? But what would happen every few minutes especially if a particularly good song came on or whatever in the restaurant, is that they would all suddenly get their phones out or one of them would get their phones out and they would all start laughing, dancing, doing little movements, showing their food. And and, and I could see 
that what other people would see when watching those videos is these girls are out having the time of their lives. They're with their best mates. They're having a great time. But the second the phones went away, they were there just editing the pictures, editing the stories and no longer talking to each other. So when you're watching people having a great time this weekend, just remember that sometimes they're not even actually having a great time. And you're probably getting a lot more out of just being chilled in your house or going for a little walk or just doing something minimal it's probably not that much different to all this excitement that you're seeing on social media and that is us done for another week I'm going to miss you, but I'm going to be back on Monday with another Monday hot topic to delve into. And then, of course, Wednesday, Agony Art, and then Friday, back round again for all this. So make sure you like, subscribe, share, download, follow. Just listen to it over and over and over again. Make this podcast bang for me. I love you all. Have a wonderful weekend. La la la, let me explain. This has been a Sony Music Entertainment production.